Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back to the Birdies and Bourbon Show. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube or Instagram, uh, you recognize the face. I'm sure you know the guy. You may know him as the Urban Bourbonist. You may know him as the Executive Director of Bourbon Charity. But Chris Blattner, how are you, sir? I am very well. Uh, thanks for the introduction, and and uh, it's it's fun to be back with you guys. Absolutely, that's always fun to have you on, ma'am. We've been uh, <laughs> we've been enjoying uh, watching the Fresh Pop series, so uh, <laughs> some pretty uh, some pretty cool bottles that uh, that you've got your hands on over there. So I, most of the bottles that I've seen. I don't think I've had any of them yet, so it's kind of cool to uh, put a bottle with a label or a label with a bottle. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, so, somebody that uh, that you can trust on their tasting notes, right? And kind of kind of get a little feel or a, a test drive, if you will, before you go out and purchase. But uh, enough about that, man. What's uh, what's going on in your world? Well, it's been uh, it's been a busy like last six months, really. Um, just between you know doing my thing on the gram. And then, um, I have, uh, taken the position, as you mentioned, um, in the introduction as the, uh, executive director of bourbon charity, um, last October. So, um, been busy with, with that, um, you know, trying to work on, uh, you know, more exposure for, for the charity and just building some, uh, relationships and, um, doing what we can to raise as much money as possible for uh, the organizations that we're supporting um, each time that we do a fundraiser. Yeah, sure. I, I took a little <laughs> bit of a deeper dive into Bourbon Charity, knowing we were going to have this conversation. But for the folks that may not know, um, so again, you're six months or so into this thing, so uh, probably enough to, uh, which I think you were involved prior to. Uh, yes. But maybe if you want to give us kind of a, you know, a, a backdrop of, you know, what is Bourbon Charity? What's it doing? Who's the money going to? What what events are you having every year? Sure. So the the concept or the mission of bourbon charity at, at this time and and really has always been is to mobilize the generosity of the american whiskey community to do good for for charity and for various uh, charitable organizations so that's that's our mission as it stands is uh, is to to use this awesome community not use but to mobilize this this community that that we're all a part of and is a very generous and giving community i mean i know you guys have seen it as as things have come up in the world um there's fundraisers popping up all around and and people are donating and giving to them like for example the tornadoes in kentucky at the end of last year um this community came together and i think raised like something like four million dollars um during that that fundraiser that was put on by fred minnick and the kentucky uh bourbon um association and uh that was amazing and so we're we're just trying to tap into that generosity to to help people out so bourbon charity for people that may not know started um uh about two and a half three years ago now uh by a gentleman by the name of brandon hunt had uh, some some things going on in his life his his father had prostate cancer um he's fine now by the way um and he had a friend who <clears throat> who had a child that had uh, a disease uh, where they were growing these tumors on their body and they didn't really know what was going on and he felt compelled to try to help to do something in in these situations and he looks and he see, he has this incredible collection of whiskey and he's like there's got to be something i can do with this whiskey to raise money to help people that have prostate cancer to help children that have this disease that that his friend uh, friend's child had, and they didn't really know what it was. So he, he started this really just with, with that in mind and took his whiskey collection. And at that time he wasn't, a, 
uh, a charitable organization or anything. It was just one guy and um, put a, a few bottles uh, online and made them available in, in a fundraiser and ended up raising, I think that first fundraiser raised like over $30,000 uh, that he did. And he donated the money to the Prostate Cancer Research Foundation and uh, to the Children's Tumor Foundation. And that's like the beginning of, of this charity. And then he was like, wow, there's something here. Like th this community is, is amazing. And there's something, there's something here. So took the steps to, to formalize this and, and create an actual charitable organization. Bourbon Charity is a 501c3 nonprofit uh, charitable organization. So uh, any, any donation that comes in uh, is a, is a tax deductible uh, donation like you would for any other uh, charitable organization. Um, typically all of our fundraising and, and you can, if you want to interject with questions, let me know, but I'm like, I don't want to talk too much, but uh, let, let it roll, man. It's all good. Yeah. Um, typically most of our fundraising, really all of our fundraising to this point, except for one instance has been uh, done online because there's so many great tools out there now that enable you to, to raise money um, online. So we use an online platform to run sweepstakes um, style fundraisers. They aren't raffles. Uh, raffles can be deemed illegal in, in some states because they're considered gambling. So they are a sweepstakes. Um, you make a donation, you get entries into those. And we have incredible prizes, uh, typically whiskey, that, that you can win. And we've been able to raise, um, in this short period of time, coming up on three years or so now, over $1.5 million for charity. Um, in that time period, we've issued grants to, I believe we're at like 36 different charitable organizations now. And some of those we have issued grants to multiple times. So we're in the range of around 90 grants that we've issued over in this three year period of time to those 36 different charities. And um, again, it's just, it's just um, a group of people now that have, that have come together under bourbon charity to continue this work that Brandon started. Brandon's still involved at the charity. He's the, he's the chairman of the board. We have a board of directors. Like it's a real legit breathing thing now that, that, uh, that he started. And, um, I'm happy. I've been, I've been involved since really since the beginning, I saw Brandon, like when he first started that first fundraiser and I reached out to him right away and just said, Hey, is there, is there anything that I can do to, to help, you know, I was moved by, by what he was doing. And he just, at that time, he's like, you know, it's really, it's just me. And, and if you can just help promote it and help, you know, spread the word, that would be great. So, um, and then throughout the course of the last couple of years, I was an ambassador for the charity and just, again, just really in the role of, of mostly promoting and, and making sure people were aware of the work that was, that was going on. And, uh, I'm had the opportunity last end of last year, um, Brandon and, and one of the board members, uh, Charles Morell, approached me and said, "You know, would you be interested in in becoming the executive director and, and kind of steering the ship?" Um, and I I jumped at the chance. I mean, if if I can can take any notoriety or anything that I've done in this space um in whiskey and turn it into something that's that's good then i mean i think i've accomplished what i've what i've set out to do you know um yeah. i started the my personal whiskey instagram page and that's how i came to know brandon with just the intent of sharing my passion for whiskey and it's turned into this and it's more than i could ever have imagined yeah, let, let me uh, let me throw a few things out. So I'm kind of, you know, as you're talking and I'm thinking, well, the first thing I want to throw out there uh, for those of you that are just listening, you can't see me staring, but I, I am absolutely staring. And Dan, what? no shit. 
<laughs> this, we, I mean, we got to start giving out some awards. This is absolutely the best hair we've ever had on the show. <laughs> well, we've actually had him on the show before, so maybe he gets two. Or maybe he just gets an extra bit. He's wearing a hat one of those times. I know that he, for sure. I think he, I think he may have been wearing a hat, but I'm, I'm, I, I, can't, I can't stop staring. The good news is we're doing this on Zoom, so it's not really that awkward. I think you're supposed to look into the camera, so uh, so so it, it kind of makes it feel like it's natural that I'm engaging and I'm looking and I'm intrigued and really I'm just thinking, damn the hair. Um, I I appreciate the hair love. Uh, yeah, I, I, as, as I know you do, as I know you do, that's that's not the first time you've heard it. Okay, so so I, w- I want to kind of circle back on a couple things, sure. and you you and I'll I'll, I'll kind of start picking them off. I won't throw them all at you at once. Um, so we talked, you know, you talked about the um, uh, you know Bourbon Charity getting started. By the way, you can find that at bourboncharity.org. And uh, I'll say that me, myself personally, I know I follow you guys on Instagram, it's Bourbon Charity. So there are pl- plenty of ways to interact and, and follow, uh, you know, the good the good things that uh, that y'all are doing over there that just so happens to uh, co-mingle with a hobby that I'm, uh, you know, that Dan and I are pretty passionate about. So mm-hmm. so it's a fun way to be able to give back. Uh, you, when you mentioned the sweepstakes, I've absolutely been, I've been lucky enough to be able to participate in those sweepstakes. By the way, anybody can participate participate as long as you click the button and, uh, you know, do, do the good deed. Uh, I have not been lucky enough to take home a trophy yet, but, uh, <laughs> I, I, but, but I know the drill, you know, you, you gotta keep, um, you know, you gotta keep pushing the button to keep giving yourself chances to win. So, uh, and, and again, it's one of those kind of, you know, if you're, if you're doing lotteries at your at liquor stores and things like that, I mean, this is another, you know, I mean, again, it's a, it's a really good way to be able to participate, give back to the community, as you mentioned. And, and I, I think there's no shortage of individuals that, uh, that, that want to help out there, right. That want to do something positive and, and get behind, uh, something like, uh, bourbon charities doing. So let me, let me fast forward. I guess that was a statement, not a question yet, but so as you're talking about, um, and, and I'm going to say this and I, I mean it sincerely, but as you're talking about accomplishments, right. And, and, you know, I, I don't know that anybody, maybe somebody does, but, you know, as you were talking about Brandon said, Hey, you know, I've got this idea and I want to go help people. And, and, you know, it's kind of morphed into something a little bigger and, and, and better than it, you know, that it was originally. I don't know if anybody ever sets out and says, Hey, I want to be the executive director of, of, of bourbon charity, right? But there's a lot of individuals that probably say that have, you know, some type of spirits is a hobby of theirs. And it's like, well, man, I would love to be able to do something like this for a job. And, you know, as you mentioned, you connected with Brandon when this got started, uh, you know, from an ambassador's perspective and, and kind of helping along the way, which I'm sure was rewarding, um, uh, probably rewarding personally, maybe not physically, uh, but, you know, now as you've kind of progressed, uh, what what advice would you share to someone that says, you know, wow, how do I take my hobby and and maybe put myself in a position to I'm going to call it get lucky. Right. I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with putting yourself in a position where a little luck could occur. So so two parts, uh, you know, what's the advice you would offer to someone to to, you know, to set themselves up in the best position possible? And then two, um what skill sets did have have you recognized within yourself that maybe you didn't utilize in a previous job or previous life that you know that this new position is kind of pulling out of you yeah great questions I'll, I'll start with the first one in terms of like what would be my advice for for other people that might be looking to do something similar or turning uh, a hobby into something that is a, a job or a career um Honestly, this, this advice really comes from my wife and it has rung true for me is that when you're enthusiastically doing the work, good things tend to happen. So when you're out there and you're, you're, you're doing stuff, you're, you're actually in, in everything you're, you're, you know, you're participating in the, the whiskey community, you're getting involved in the charitable aspects that are, that are happening and, and you're doing it enthusiastically that people recognize that people see that, and that draws people to you. And honestly, it sounds really simple and it, it really is that simple. That's how, that's how this is, has happened for me. 
um, not only professionally, like doing this with with um, Bourbon Charity as the executive director, but even with like the the individual my individual page on Instagram, like just sharing enthusiastically has led me to. And you guys know this too from what you're from what you're doing. Like, how many awesome, cool people have you been able to talk to? Because you're enthusiastically doing the work you're Mm -hmm. you're you're not doing it for any other reason than to share your interest and to share your enthusiasm and it's and it's led to you know the the opportunity to to talk to so many interesting people and to probably do a lot of really cool things that otherwise you never would have been able to do so that would be my advice like enthusiastically do the work go go after it like do it because you enjoy it and that honestly will attract people to you that that could potentially lead to a job or something else within the realm that you know advances you a little bit further and again i know it sounds like made up and it sounds like imaginary and like a fairy tale but that's my experience and and that's really all I could speak to. And I, I really feel like that, like, like it's true, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, that's so, uh, so this is, this is all off the cuff, man. I mean, I've got like me, I've got more notes about horses than I do about what we're going to talk about. Cause I knew, I knew we wouldn't have any problems having a conversation and, and, you know, I, I didn't know what answer you were going to give, but I, I did ask the question and I knew that we were going to get a real answer. Number one. And, and number two, I, I wouldn't have said it as uh, as eloquently as you did, but but I you know I, I think in the way you framed it up is, is is exactly that right. It's like well yeah it's you know you can call it work if you want to, but I'm probably going to be doing it anyway, and I'm kind of doing it for well not kind of I'm doing it for a better reason than uh, you know shit let me crack a bottle open and let's uh, let let's get after it, right. I mean there, there's kind of some meaning behind, and I think that's the the the. I don't want to say the challenge. Uh, I'll say the persona, if you will, maybe that, that people on the outside looking in may get is, you know, shit, they drink all the time. And it's like, well, you may, I wouldn't say all the time, but maybe more frequently than others. But it's not about, you know, h- how fast can I plow through the bottle? Well, sometimes it is. The majority of the time is it's not how fast can I plow through the bottle? It's it's you know, it, it's that it's the fellowship. It's the community. It's the communion. It's you know, it's all the the uh, the gregarious activity that happens, you know, around what just happens to be a bottle of bourbon or, or a spirit of, of some choice. So, but I, I really appreciate that answer. And, and again, I, I think from, you know, the sincerity and the genuineness that, you know, that, that comes from you answering that question. I mean, I, I don't think anybody could listen to it and challenge it. Yeah. And, and really look, I mean, I, I've, you know, when I started my Instagram page, I really, I wanted to do it in a way that was authentic to, to me. Like I really wanted to share things that were of interest to me and hopefully that would resonate with, with other people. And I think that enables you like, taking that mindset and maybe this won't work in everything in life, but like taking that mindset it, it allows you to be enthusiastic about what you're doing because you're, you're choosing what you want to put out into the world. And I, and I think by default, when you're making that choice and you're not necessarily doing it for someone else, it allows you to be more enthusiastic about it. And it, and it, I feel like it comes through in a more authentic way. Now I know there's some gurus out there that will say, if you're creating content, you should be creating content for someone else. So it, it, it probably varies from, you know, job to job and depending on what, what you're interested in, maybe that does ring true. And you can, you can find, um, you can find joy in creating for others as well. I'm sure you can. I know you can, I, people do it. But I've just found that for me, it feels more authentic, you know, to put out into the world what I'm enjoying, what I'm liking, and hopefully that resonates with other people. Mm-hmm. So I'm really going to screw Dan. That's why nobody's watching the show, by the way. Oh, God. <laughs> 
<laughs> our, our show, our show. Chris. Uh, so, and I, I think I mentioned at the beginning, uh, you can find Chris on Instagram at uh, Urban Bourbonist, by the way. So and we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll, we'll mention that again. I'm going to get back to the IG part, but I want to go back to my uh, back to my second part of my question yes. that I ask in, in in what skills. Right. I mean, we, we've all you know, we've, we've got some innate things that we're born with and some things that we kind of, you know, we, we train and we learn and educate and get better at. But but what have you recognized that maybe, you know, you, you didn't have to leverage as much or didn't use as much? What What's what's come out of Chris Blantner now that, you know, in this executive director role? I uh, that's a, it, It's a tough question. Um, I think it's it's really looking at like. How, what what things are going to trying to look at the perspective of of who is going to donate to the charity and thinking about what what types of of causes what types of um organizations will be will resonate with people instead of you know just throwing things out there and hoping that someone will donate it to. And this actually, I don't even know if I'm answering the question here, but mm -hmm. um, it, it leads to something that Bourbon Charity actually does is that, so the, all these organizations that we're, that we're um, supporting and giving money to, we allow our donor base to vote mm, cool. on, on the charities that we're going to give money to so that there's ownership from the donor base to, you know, to give money. After all, they voted for these particular charities for us to support. Now, of course, we have to do some weeding out and we have to, we have to come up with some charities to offer for people to, to vote on. Um, so there is some, some work that goes into that, um, to kind of pick these, these categories of, of charities that, that we think will be, you know, worthy of support and that people want to support and it will resonate with people. Um, so that is one thing we're doing that we feel like differentiates uh, the charity from just saying, Hey, these are the charities we're going to give money to give us money to give to them uh, and maybe win a prize along the way. So allowing people to have some ownership over that is, is kind of a big deal. I think, um, other than that, like, I feel like some of the things that, uh, I I've done in, in my life, I was in sales for 18 plus years. So I, I feel like a lot of those skills are translating over to, um, this, this world of charity, which by the way, I have zero experience in, charitable work. So I'm, you know, I'm learning along the way, but I feel like a lot of, a lot of the skills that I've acquired from previous careers are translating over to this. And, and really a lot of it is just working on building relationships as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's probably the biggest part of, of doing this. And it's the hardest part of doing this as well, because, uh, you know, everyone has their own uh, charitable organization. Everybody's got that, their own agenda, if you will, right? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's that's been the most difficult part for me, to be honest, is is um, building those relationships and getting people to believe in what you know what we're doing and what what we're about, and and making it you know, as much about the, the giving and as much as much about the good that we're doing rather than like, you can win a prize, you know, while, while you're doing this. And I, I've said this before to other people, like we're of course going to have people that just give money because they want an opportunity to win a prize and that's totally fine. And, and mission, mission accomplishment. Yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. And, uh, we, we welcome those, those types, those donors as well. But what we'd like, not what we would like, but what we're trying to do is, is present the, the organizations that we're supporting in a way that like moves people to say, Hey, I want right. to give 
uh, to this. And if I win a prize, it's just, you know, it's a byproduct of, of making the donation and it's just a bonus. And, yeah. and that's kind of, that's been difficult. That's really been difficult to do. Um, and the plus everyone has their own, you know, organizations that they want to support. And, and, um, you know, maybe there's not one in there that, that, um, they feel like giving money to. Yeah. When you're trying to kind of craft your messaging and cultivate that, um, the messaging of purpose to be able to get people that continuously kind of give to your organization because they believe in the same values as you, you know, that's, I see that's what you're kind of struggling with there. And we've seen a lot of, um, a lot of different types of ways and strategies of doing that. Because when you look at what we our, our particular show, it's bourbon and it's, it's golf and every single golf event out there, it's got charities associated with that golf event and they're giving back to those communities, you know, and we help support that with trying to get the word out. And we have the directors on from the different events, that kind of thing or whatnot. But the same type of thing holds true, right? You know, everybody likes golf, but at the same time, they're also doing a lot of good out there. Same thing with going on in the bourbon world. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and we realize like, you know, um, asking people to give over and over again is it's, it's tough. Like, um, you know, you never know what's going on. The, the economy right now is a little bit weird, um, you know, inflation and all that. And, and so, you know, we're just trying to make those connections so that we're, we're here, we're, we're fundraising constantly throughout the year and, and we're here, hopefully supporting some organizations that will resonate with, with you. And then when you're ready to make the donation, you know, we're here and we're, you know, we're happy to then, um, funnel that in the, in the form of a grant to, to these organizations and you might win something cool along the way. Mm -hmm. Hey, so a a couple questions, uh, maybe comment thrown in there too. So you, you can obviously head to bourbon charity. You can pick yourself up some merch. You can head to urban bourbon and you can pick yourself up some merch. Um, you know, the one thing I don't see, and I, I know, uh, I've definitely drank a bottle. I've drank a barrel pick, uh, that's that the urban bourbonist mm-hmm. has been associated with. I don't know if I've had or two or three or four. Uh, I don't know that I've had a bourbon charity pick. Uh, maybe, are there, I mean, are you guys actively doing picks? Yeah, we've, we've done a few. So this brings me to a, a good point, actually. So we have, um, I hope it's we have not a point where you hang up. We're just getting started. <laughs> no, not, a, not at all. Not at all. Um, so we, we have a, a group. Let me back this up. Bourbon charity is, um, a 100% public donation charity. And that's very, very rare in, in the world of, of charity. If you give a dollar to a charity and, and there's nothing wrong with, with this, if you give a dollar to a charity, that $1 is not going to the right. cause, you know, a percentage of that dollar is going to whatever the cause is um, of that organization. But bourbon charity is a 100% public donation charity. So when we're doing a fundraiser, like we are now, every dollar that comes in, will go back out in the form of a grant. This time it'll be five equal grants to the five charities that we're supporting. And the reason why we're able to do that is because we have a group of monthly donors that are paying for the infrastructure, the overhead of bourbon charity for all the costs associated with running the charity. And that group is called Bourbon Hood. It's kind of a play on Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. So they, they are contributing on a monthly or even a yearly basis to cover the costs of the charity. That way, when we raise money, we can issue all that money back out in, in the form of a, of a grant. Um, so to the, to the point of the barrel picks, we've done several barrel picks and we mostly make them available to that group of uh, donors because we're, we're trying to offer them some value for, for being the monthly support that is enabling the, the organization to even be here and then enabling us to be uh, a 100% public donation charity. So those bottles don't really see uh, the light of day other than to, to the group. So we have, I think we have a close to 700 people that are donating on a monthly basis, um, 
so when we do a pick, obviously, you know, uh, a barrel is going to, yeah, a barrel is going to yield, you know, maybe 200 bottles and there's 700 people. So, um, yeah. those go pretty quickly. We haven't done one in a while. We did one. I think the last one we did was last November. There just hasn't been, um, any real opportunities for, for things that, uh, that we've wanted to, to pick at this point, but, and also we're, it's in the process. We're working on some things to enable us to maybe do something that's a bit bigger that would allow us to offer more things to the general public as well, like to the, the general donor base for people to uh, to buy. But th- it's tricky with, you know, obviously with shipping and and all that. We've we've partnered a couple of times on a couple of picks with Sealbox. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're working on some other things in terms of being able to, cause we're, we're a national organization. Mm-hmm. We have donors from every state. Um, we have members in, in bourbon hood from, uh, I think 30 plus states. So, um, we're, we're trying to figure some things out in terms of shipping really to be able to get cool. these things out, out to people in a, in a legal and responsible way. Right. Um, so yes, that's, um, that's would, the barrel pick. Yeah. Would y'all ever work with a, uh, so if, if I had a, uh, so if I had a barrel club, right. And I'm like, you know, I want to, I want to do a barrel and, but I don't know how to do it or I don't have access to do it or I can't do it. <laughs> would you ever work with like a club to do? I mean, I know if you don't, you don't do it today. I'm just saying forward looking. I mean, is that if I said, Hey, uh, you know, we want to donate, all of our, maybe I want, I want the barrel and maybe I want a few bottles for myself because, you know, it's, it's my club and whatever, but uh, I'm going to donate all the funds to, uh, to you guys. Yeah. And absolutely. I, I think it's, it's definitely something we have, um, we have thought about and we would be open to. And even if like, you know, say you had a group there in, you're in Atlanta, right? Yep. You had a group there and you said, Hey, we'd like to partner with you and give the money to, whatever charity um we could we could figure figure out a way to to make that happen as well um yeah part of the issue yeah because part of the issue right is well if i go pick the barrel and then i've got the liquor i can't really sell the liquor because i'm not really you know you get get where i'm going right so but but maybe i want to have that experience and i want to be involved in that community and i don't have a 5013c to be able to go down that avenue is that you know if that's yeah if that's something you guys would help facilitate and i'm sure there's some scratch that you guys would you know get get somewhere along the way right if nothing else in helping the community to be able to donate to hey yeah here's our list of charities who do you you know who looks good to you right so absolutely and um yeah that's definitely something that that we've thought about and and discussed and um there's there's a lot of a lot of um moving parts in all of this too to make sure that it's all you know working the way that it's that it's supposed to yeah and i i would like to mention if if people do want to join if take a look at bourbon take a look at bourbon charity go to bourboncharity.org um our fundraising page where we do all of our online fundraising is give.bourboncharity.org. And there will be a list of every single online fundraiser that we've ever done on there. And you can see the money that we've raised in every single fundraiser, what prizes were in each fundraiser. And you can sort the list by money raised. You can sort it by most recent, um, check us out. And if, if you like what we're doing, join bourbon hood and become a member of that. That's, that's a way to support us on a monthly basis. And also to get some of these, these other benefits like barrel picks. Um, we're, we're planning to do some other things with the group. Um, we would like to do some in-person events that, you know, we make available only to that group to, to attend. And, um, you know, some things maybe in Kentucky with, uh, uh, private tours of, of distilleries and also, you know, events that would only be open to those members. So bourboncharity.org and bourbonhood.org are, are those two websites. And, uh, again, our fundraiser that's going on right now is the mother's day and bourbon derby fundraiser. We're calling it. Mm -hmm. Um, we've got what, four days left in until, uh, mother's day. Today's May 4th. So mother's day is uh, May 8th. 
So it runs through through Mother's Day. Um, you can check that out. You can go to bourboncharity.org and click the link on there to go to the fundraising page. And uh, there's some ridiculous whiskey on that on that page that you could win. We even have like an Xbox Series X X on there that you can win. We've we've got some really cool like home spa packages, like uh, one of those, you know, like muscle uh, whatever you call those. Oh, yeah. Yeah, or whatever that yeah, may be the brand name, but yeah yeah um all kinds of cool stuff and and um so if you make a donation you get a chance to to win all you know all those prizes so if you were going to win one of the bottles oh boy <laughs> let, 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 let me let me back up if you were going if so if it, it doesn't work this way but if if it was a uh you know you you pick as you're drawn and you were drawn first which bottle are you going for? I may, I may be racking you. I don't know if you know everything that's in there, but of what you know that's in there, which bottle? Uh, so there's there's a um, old mellow corn two, doesn't count as an answer. <laughs> there's two bottles of the uh, old Forester one one seventeen series in there. Mm, uh, nice. Two different. I, I can't remember. One's the High Angel Share. The other one, I can't remember what it is. But I would, I'd like to get my hands on on one of those. Those are pretty, those are pretty rare. Um, there's also an Old Forester 150th anniversary bottle in there. There's an Old Forester birthday bourbon in there. Mm. Um, a lot of, a lot of cool stuff. Plus, we just added, um, if we hit twenty five thousand dollars in donations, which we're getting pretty close to, we added a bottle of CYPB. And a bottle of Blanton's Gold. So if we hit twenty five thousand, those will go into the fundraiser. If we can manage to get to forty thousand, uh, we're going to unlock a bottle of uh, something from the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection. We've got a few, a few bottles in our inventory. I'm not sure which one we'll we'll put in there, but cool. if we can get to forty grand, that gets unlocked and um, adds another really great prize to the to the fundraiser. Very cool. Hey, so I know I know we got a we we're on a we got a bit of a time crunch here. So how much longer we got you? Like fifteen more minutes? Uh, you got to split. Yeah, I can. Fifteen more minutes okay. is good. Okay. All right. Because because we definitely I mean with the um with the the Derby Razor we definitely got to get to some horses in a minute. Uh, so I got to ask this question. And you can answer the question or you can just move on. So I'll know you're <laughs> we're we're moving on to the next question. Uh, where do you get the bottles? What, I mean, those, those are bottles that everybody's looking for. Everybody's yep. trying to find. Probably no one's ever seen them on the shelf. Some of them you have, some of them you have it. But uh, if you can share, how do the bottles come about? Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, uh, the the charity started off all from Brandon Hunt's collection. So up until like really almost through all of last year, every bottle, almost every bottle was from Brandon's collection. He donated it. Oh, wow to the charity. So he had an absolutely incredible, um, collection of, of whiskey. So it was his personal collection, but some of the bottles have been donated, mm -hmm. um, from like from distilleries. So mm -hmm. in this current fundraiser, I think everything, the, the birthday bourbon, the, the one seventeen series, there's a couple like rare distillery only Woodford, uh, bottles, um, those were donated by Brown Foreman, mm -hmm. uh, to, to this, uh, fundraiser. Um, and then we did for the first time, this is kind of one of my missions when I, when I took over, um, as the executive director is to rally the, the community to donate bottles yep. to the charity for us to use in, in fundraisers. So we did that. We started off 2022 with a bottle donation drive and a uh, membership drive for Bourbon Hood. And we got 105 bottles donated from the, uh, from the community. Mm -hmm. um, so you'll see if you go to the current fundraiser, there's a few in there that were donated by individuals. And it will say, you know, donated by, you know, whoever the person was. Um, so we want to give some recognition to, to those people. Mm -hmm. um, we, we also offered when we were doing that, like if you donated a bottle and you weren't a member of bourbon hood, we gave a free membership into bourbon hood for one year. And um, I didn't mention this before. If you are in bourbon hood, one of the perks is that when we do a fundraiser, 
like we do a sweepstakes style fundraiser where there's the, the entries that you get, you get free entries into each of the uh, fundraisers. So depending on how much you're giving per month, you'll get a certain number of entries into each online fundraiser. So um, that's one way we've, we've acquired bottles. The other way is making those relationships with distilleries to, to get the, uh, the donations. Um, so we've, we've made a few of those. I mentioned Brown Foreman. They provided those old, a bunch of those old Forester and a few of the Woodford uh, bottles. And along the way, we'll have some some more of those mm-hmm. as well. So, uh, Castle and Key donated a, um, some really cool things to this fundraiser. A couple of their media kits that they sent out to media, they are in this. Yep. So it's got a bottle, a couple glasses, coasters. Like it comes in a really cool box. Uh, they donated some single barrel rye that were distillery only. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's where things are coming from, and we're going to need to rely a little bit more on um our donors going forward because as you guys know and as you mentioned like these bottles are not easy to come by sure and um and i know and i realize it's tough for someone to give up a a a very desirable bottle of whiskey too to you know to the charity so it's understandable like we got some really good bottles from, from people. There were some very, very generous people. So we're really happy with what people donated. And, you know, we will actually also, you know, go out and we have a, you know, we have a budget. We can, Mm -hmm. we can buy some things too, Mm -hmm. but again, it's not that it's not as easy as saying we can buy something. If you can't, you know, if you can't find it, you know, we're just regular, we're just regular people too. Like no one's offering us an opportunity to buy a bottle of Pappy 20, Mm -hmm. you know? Sure. So that's why when you buy one, you get two. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Replacement. Um, Okay. So you want to plug urban bourbonist at all, or you want to get into the Derby? Uh, yeah, you can find me at my, my personal page at urban bourbonist on Instagram. You can also find me now on TikTok these days. Uh, I, uh, I took the plunge over there. Same thing at urban bourbonist. Um, I hope to eventually at some point in time, get a newsletter out and start doing like a, a monthly newsletter, but that has been stalled since, since starting the, uh, the bourbon charity thing. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, look, look me up there. I, I, like I said before, I share things that, that I like, that I'm into. And, um, I I try to do thoughtful reviews and, and give my honest opinion on things. Um, I do get criticized sometimes for always liking everything, but (laughs) I, I like most whiskey. Like there's very few things that I really don't like. I mean, there's a couple things on my page you'll see where I didn't really like something. Um, but I try to keep it, you know, I try to keep it upbeat and I try to keep it uh, positive. Um, that's not to say that, um, you know, I'm only going to put out a positive review when I do one, but Hey, whiskey tastes good. I, mm-hmm. I like, uh, I like a lot of different whiskeys. Yeah. I'm on your side. It's gotta be pretty damn bad for me to be like, yeah, I ain't drinking that. Stuff. And I probably wouldn't even be drinking it anyway. Like, I mean, that, right. there's probably, there's probably something about the bottle that I'm, I already know that I don't want to put it in the glass to find out that I'm going to be disappointed. Right. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, you, you know, the distiller or, you know, who's making it or, you know, who's repping it or, you know, I mean, there's something, you know, what's in it. There's something already there that probably says eh, it, it may not be my favorite. I may not run out and buy a case, but shit, this ain't bad. And, yeah. and a lot of times you find yourself in, you know, it's I mean, we, we've all got lots of choices of things that we drink, but sometimes you get something and it's like, huh. I would have never poured that. I mean, you know, here's a good example. It's like I would have never bought that had it not been in a, uh, you know, in, in a in a whiskey club, and yep. and I'm pouring it, and I'm like, well, shit, it doesn't taste anything like what I'm drinking right now, but it's like that's pretty damn good. I'm, yeah. I'm glad I came across it. Yeah. So again, I, I think there's different um, different experiences, different times. You know, what mood are you in? What are you eating? What did you eat? You know, di- different uh, different places. But yeah, I I, I like it. I think it's uh, I think it's great. As I mentioned, I think it's a good way to. Um, uh, what's it taste like? And have I heard of it? And do I need to go out and find it? So so there you go. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, so uh, I don't know if we promised or not. I promised myself. Uh, we haven't done a derby show yet. We're going to keep it short. Uh, I, I've got three horses, oh actually boy. four, that I want to talk about. Uh, actually, I've got 17. There's only 20 games. No, 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 just, <laughs> just, just kidding. Uh, but the, the, the derby is going on. The Kentucky Derby is going on this week. I don't know how many running it is of the Kentucky Derby. Uh, 148. But- 148 uh bourbon charity is doing the bourbon derby fundraiser uh in collaboration with that and with mother's day coming up on sunday so um urban bourbonist you're the guest man you you want to you want to start or you want me to start i mean i'll give you my pick for you know who who i think is going to win it and but i don't know i don't i don't know much more beyond that i okay i I, I got some notes so so who do you like and maybe i got some notes about who you like so I like it, Messier. Is that is that how you pronounce the horse? His name? That, that's how I would pronounce it. I don't yeah. know if that's how you pronounce okay. it. It could that, actually it could actually be Messiah. It could be. It could be. I only know it because be Mark Messier. Mark Messier. It's the same spelling as Mark Messier of, yeah. of oh, NHL so, fame. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. You're 100. percent No, no, no. It is. It is Messier. I was looking at a different horse. It is Messier, and that's my number two horse. Number okay. two horse. That's who I'm picking to win. So Messier is going to be in the sixth spot. Uh, the odds today are eight to one. Uh, Messier has had six professional starts, three wins, three seconds. Uh, he came in second at Santa Ana in April. Now, here's what I really like about him. So Johnny Velasquez is the jockey. Johnny Velasquez has three derbies under his three wins at the Kentucky Derby, and he's got 23 starts. So, so I think the yes, this is the reason. So I, you know, I knew I was coming on here, so I did a little reading about the Derby, and this is the reason why I picked this this horse. It was mostly because of the jockey. I think it's I think it's a great pick. I think a combination of you got a pretty good horse. I think if he doesn't get jammed up coming out of the gate, I think we're we're in pretty good shape. You got a clean start. I think the jockey's got enough experience to push him up to the front. And um, I think this is going to be the longest race he's ever won. But I believe the second place at Santa Anita was a mile and an eighth. So. Uh, yeah, they're going to stretch them out a little bit, but uh, I mean the combination there looks pretty good. The, the odds at eight to one, at you know for a horse that's going to be in the the you know top of the field, I mean that's about as good as we can go. But that he is going to be in my trifecta. I've got him as my number two horse. I have him there to place, I guess, and uh, I am definitely going to box those. So you know you you kind of hedge it right on the back end. So no matter where they show up at, you you, you get them in. So all right. Uh, Dan, who you got? Uh, I was just going by pure pole position at um, number five, winning, winning the most of all time. So I figured I'd just go with that. How about Smile Happy? Anything good there? Uh, Smile Happy uh, did not even make my uh, long shot card, <laughs> and I have nothing. And I, didn't, I didn't do any research on Smile Happy. So what probably this probably means that Smile Happy is going to win. It's going to win. Yeah. Uh, Dan, Dan just randomly picked the horse, and he's like, my lucky number is not five. I'm going to go with five, and the horse's name is Smile Happy. Why not? Uh, so so there, you, there you go. Uh, so I'll roll with – so my number one horse I think is going to win. I believe he's the favorite or second favorite. So it's Epicenter. Um, Joel Rosario, uh, Derby winner in 2013. Uh, what is it, six starts, four wins, a second. He's seven and two. And uh, yeah, I like Epicenter to win. And then my three horse, which I don't know, I'm kind of mixed up between the three horse and the first horse. I think I'm going to stick with Messier in the two spot. But, and I don't know how you say this shit either. Uh, uh, t- t- uh, t- Taba? Taiba, Taba, Taiba. It's T A I B A. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go with Taiba. How do you feel about Taiba? Taiba. Taiba I still. feel like that's good. So, so Taiba. He's in the 12 spot. I think the 12 spot's good. He's 12 to one. He's got two starts. He's got two wins. Here's the real reason. Well, here's here's one of the main reasons I went with this. This is a Baffert horse. So, mm. so everybody everybody knows the you know scandalous Bob. Uh, you know what? Watch out. So Bob had to give. So that barn they had to give all their horses out to somebody else. Bob Bob's hands off. Wink, wink. Mm. Hands yeah. off. Still still <laughs> winking. Something in mind. Uh, so this is a Baffert horse. Baffert's got six Derby champions. He's got two Triple Crown winners. 
So, I mean, here you go. And so Tyba actually won the Santa Anita in April that Epicenter placed second at. So that that's the reason I'm kind of hung up on those guys. And I don't know if they're running on turf out there, if it's real dirt. Uh, obviously, it's California, so it, it could be turf. Not sure about that. But the jockey, Mike Smith, um, he won in 2005, won the Derby in 2005 as a jockey, and he's got 27 starts. So hmm. that's my one, two, three. The only thing I may be mixing up or may change is right today, I've got an <laughs> epicenter, Messier, Taiba, I don't know. I may change out the three spot for the 12 spot. Actually, I may, I may just bet both. Maybe I'll bet both. I'm, I'm going to get crazy over here. Okay. I may just go, I may go two trifectas. Uh, I, I got a long shot. I know we got our, we're, we're wrapping it up. Uh, and you'll know why I picked it. He's in the 18 spot. I don't The 18 spot ain't that good. But it's Tawny Port. There you go. Oh, well, I, I like the name. There you go. Yeah, who's not picking Tawny Port at 30 to 1 for the long shot? By the way, um, three wins. And two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, he uh, he won the race at Lexington. Mm. So he not on a roll. I mean, yeah. I, I think he's the most recent winner of a Kentucky race that's uh, running in the Derby. So Tawny oh. Port is my long shot. There you go. I like it. We'll see how we do. Don't uh, don't bet your uh, your bourbon charity budget on it, but uh, you know, save, save save some for uh, for the sweepstakes. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Chris Blattner at the urban at Urban Bourbonist. It's been a pleasure chatting with you, sir. I know you've got another engagement you got to get to. Before you go, why don't you tell people where they can find uh, all of your things? And I feel like you're put. What I would consider you is a man that's putting together a portfolio. Oh, I like that. I, I really enjoy that. Well, first, and again, thank you guys for for having me on here. Very, very much appreciate it. Um, getting the opportunity to talk about bourbon charity. I hope it came through that mm -hmm. I'm extremely passionate about it and and hope that that uh, comes through when I talk. But yeah, I mean, the, the easiest place to, to find everything that bourbon charity is doing is just bourboncharity.org. And you can follow on Instagram and Facebook at Bourbon Charity. Um, there's links to everything for fundraisers um, through there. If um, if you want, you can go to give.bourboncharity.org, and you can find the current uh, fundraiser on there as well. Easiest place to go though is just bourboncharity.org. Me personally, Urban Bourbon at Urban Bourbonist on Instagram and uh, and TikTok now these days. I'm a TikToker. Nice, nice, <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. And that hair. I mean, that hair has not even moved out of place since we've been talking. About it. <laughs> uh, Urban Bourbonist, thanks again, man. We'll look forward to getting back on with you soon. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Really appreciate it. You got it. Take care.